It's not always the habit itself, but it's more important to look at the reason why you're doing the habit. It's not the what you're doing, it's the why you're doing it. That means I'm moving, I made a few mistakes, but I'm improving, I'm human, but I've been making daily resolutions. I got to, you might do it different, but I'm not you. Hey Mark. Self-made. I'm hey Mark. doing things that Mark. I was never taught. Hey Mark. Hey Mark. Hey, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Hey Mark where I'm Mark get to have open and authentic conversations about, you know, depression, anxiety, mental health, self-development, all of the topics that, you know, we don't necessarily always want to talk about and the things that don't really come up in every single day conversations. The reason I'm trying to do that is just to kind of break the stigma and start these conversations up so that anybody listening, that means you, yes, you, you understand that no matter what it is that you're going through or struggling with right now, any adversities there are in your life, you are not alone. You're not the only one that's struggling and you're not the only one that kind of feels like you're alone or you kind of have these individual problems that no one else has to deal with or seem unfair. You're not alone. I just want to let you know that. And so that being said, Today's episode is another episode of the segment, What Would Mark Do? The segment where you can send in a clip of you, you know, kind of asking a question, saying your opinion on a topic, or just kind of bragging about an accomplishment you've had recently, or maybe a struggle you're going through recently. And I'll give you my best kind of advice, my two cents, my opinion. Maybe we'll agree, maybe we'll disagree, maybe we'll have to come to, you know, some sort of a common ground. But that being said, let's roll today's clip and then I'll talk about it. Hey Mark, hope you're doing well. Um, my question for you has to do with coping mechanisms. So say due to stress, anxiety, um, hardship, a traumatic experience that's happened in somebody's life. Uh, usually people will go to terrible things to help them cope, like eating unhealthy, drugs, alcohol, like things that are probably just going to make you feel worse ultimately than better. So my question for you is how would you go about helping somebody cope in a better way that will make them feel better than the way that they think is going to be good but probably isn't so coping mechanisms that's a really good one and you know it's something that's kind of difficult to identify because you know coping mechanisms sometimes they are very obvious sometimes they are very upfront in your face you know obviously we all know about the you know staple negative coping mechanisms right because obviously there's negative and positive ones, but let's talk about first like the negative ones that are super obvious. You know, what comes to mind is maybe substance abuse like drugs or alcohol, maybe, mm, I don't know, lashing out at others to try and make yourself feel like you were dominating a situation or you're right. Just kind of give yourself some closure or some false confidence that way. Some other coping mechanisms that could be really negative would be, I don't know, eating really poorly when you feel bad or just kind of locking yourself in a room and playing video games for hours and hours and hours or maybe days and days without actually socializing with anybody or communicating the problems that you're struggling with and just tucking them away under the rug 
never thinking about them, never trying to fix them, just trying to avoid them for as long as possible. And so those are like the stereotypical, like the first things that kind of come to my mind. I don't know, maybe you have a different perception of what a bad coping mechanism is. But, you know, sometimes we have these bad coping mechanisms that could be hiding themselves in plain sight. And so it's important to differentiate, you know, kind of like positive or negative coping mechanism, not by what the action is, but by why you do it. Because there isn't really that much of a difference between like a habit that you have or, you know, maybe a behavior that you have or hobbies that you have or activities that you like to do. There isn't that much of a difference when you view these things. You know, it's it's difficult to discern whether that's a positive or negative, you know, coping mechanism sometimes. And so examples of that could be, you know, and this is something that I've kind of fallen victim to as well, I, I guess you could say, or, you know, kind of a way that I've found myself in this situation, I guess is a better way to say it, is, you know, maybe you have an insecurity, maybe you have something that's depressing you or making you anxious or eating you alive. And so one of the coping mechanisms that I developed was, you know, just to work out whenever I felt bad. And what I would do is kind of, you know, take my pre-workout, put my headphones in, blast some music, go to the gym and just start to, you know, run away from my problems, try not to think about them, try not to solve them. Anytime anything made me feel bad in life, I would just go to the gym and just use that as an escape, a way to not deal with the things that I was struggling with. And, you know, obviously going to the gym is a pretty positive habit. It's a good thing to do to work out, to exercise, to push yourself mentally and physically to kind of want to make yourself better. But, you know, if that's not the, you know, reason that you're feeling the way that you are, if that's not really like the, uh, the problem that you're having in your life, then not working towards fixing that is kind of, you know, like I said, sweeping your problem under the rug. And so that's a way that maybe like a positive habit could become a negative coping mechanism. Just to kind of summarize the last five minutes of whatever I've been saying, essentially what I'm trying to say here is it's not always the habit itself but it's more important to look at the reason why you're doing the habit. It's not the what you're doing, it's the why you're doing it. Like, are you doing this to distract yourself from some inner pain that you have or mask it or hide it or try and forget about it, sweep it under the rug or pretend it's not there? Are you doing it because you can't be alone because you kind of want to silence that little voice in the back of your head? Are you doing it kind of like maybe after an argument to kind of like unwind and get rid of those thoughts? Or are you doing it because maybe you just had a long stressful day at work, right? Like all of us go through these things. All of us feel terrible when we do these things. Well, you know, most of us do, and we all have to cope with that pain. But the question really is like, are you actually coping with it? And so, First off, let's just kind of go over what the actual definition of coping is. To deal with and attempt to overcome problems and difficulties. It's basically just to deal with or to overcome a problem. And so is this behavior that you're turning to when you're feeling the way that you're feeling, is it helping you overcome your struggle? Is it helping you deal with or, you know, kind of get over that, that road 
block or speed bump that you've hit in your life, is it, is it helping you deal with your problem? Is it helping you deal with what you're going through and help you overcome that? Or is it helping you just kind of deal with the pain and sweeping it under the rug? Is it serving you or are you serving it? Does it serve a purpose in your life? Is it helping you get to where your goals align? Is it helping you kind of achieve the things you're wanting to achieve? Is it actually helping, you know, like I said, solve the problem in your life or is it just alleviating the pain temporarily? When pain is avoided, the struggles that we're going through, when those are ignored or avoided, they pile up in the back of your head and they'll build up and grow and manifest themselves in really peculiar ways sometimes, but in ways that can really honestly destroy your life. I wrote down some actionable steps to kind of recommend to kind of first analyze your coping mechanisms and then kind of choose to make some healthy ones. So obviously what you wanna do first off is reflect on your habits. You wanna look at the things that you do on a daily basis. And I'm not talking about the things that you you know, would typically do on an everyday basis that everybody else does like, you know, eat and brush your teeth and shower and go to work. I'm not talking about those things. I'm talking about look at the things that you actually do on a daily basis when you get home from work or when you get in an argument with somebody or when you have some free time, what's the first thing you think of doing when you're all alone by yourself? What's the first thing that you do, right? Like take a look at the things that you do with your free time the habits that you have. These could be your coping mechanisms. Think about the purpose that these things have in your life, right? And so are they congruent with the goals that you have? Is it helping you achieve what it is that's, you know, been in the back of your head that you're wanting to achieve? Or is it helping you smash the problems that you have? Is it helping you get rid of these insecurities or emotional turmoil? Is it helping you get rid of all of that? Think about, you know, the emotions that you have before these habits. Think about the emotions that you have after these habits. Is it making you feel better? Is it making you feel worse? Do you only do these things when you're struggling? Do you only do certain things when you're happy? And how can you kind of make that more consistent to gear yourself, you know, in a way that you can do activities that are going to fix your problems and make you happy and make you successful in whatever ventures you have, whatever success means to you. For me, that was just happiness. And so when you view these emotions, like the negative emotions that kind of make you do these habits, like what's the root of that, you know, emotion? Why do you feel depressed? Why do you feel anxious? Why do you feel, you know, upset or angry or rage? Why do you feel that emotion? What is that from? What is that trying to do? What is that alert trying to tell you? Because that's what these things are. They're alerts for your body. And so what is that trying to tell you? What's off in your brain? What's off in your body? What's off in your life? What kind of business do you have that's been unattended to and you need to deal with? Like, where does it come from? Is it abandonment issues? Is it not feeling good enough because you failed at something in the past? Is it you feel like you aren't smart enough? Is it maybe like, do you feel like you're not compatible with a partner. Like what is that, you know, insecurity or feeling or emotion that you have? Where is it rooted? Where does it come from? And build a plan to smash it. And that's where the positive coping mechanisms come into play. So, you know, are you feeling like you're not intelligent enough? 
Maybe you could read some books when you have some free time or when you're feeling bad about, you know, where you're at, you know, is it, you know, maybe body image issues? Is it like kind of confidence? Is it something like that? Well, then maybe you can start to build a plan to, you know, see a personal trainer, start working out, maybe just start moving more often in your life. Maybe just, you know, paying attention to what you're eating, paying attention to your nutrition, building a plan to start to, you know, like I said, smash and tackle these insecurities. So your coping mechanisms there could be, you know, journaling, logging your food, right? Talking about why you want to achieve the goals that you want to achieve. Your, your coping mechanism could be working out or going to the gym. Your coping mechanism in that case, obviously, if it is going to the gym, then that's a good coping mechanism to deal with, you know, maybe poor self-image or poor confidence or lack of self-esteem, right? Like that's kind of one way that you can improve those things. Your goal or your coping mechanism is going to be tailored to whatever it is that is hurting you. And so it's going to be almost the solution to that problem. You kind of have to build your coping mechanism around whatever issue you're dealing with. And this could be literally anything. It could be your health. It could be your wealth or it could be yourself. And that is probably the funniest, coolest, smartest, most intelligent thing I've ever said. That is my answer. I hope this helped give you a new perspective or answer your question, help made you feel better about whatever situation that you're dealing with or it helps you identify your coping mechanisms. If you have a question, you have anything you wanna let me know of, send me a clip. Other than that, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for supporting this cause and letting people know that no matter what they're dealing with, they're not alone. That's all I got for today. Much love, peace out.